0: Has the pandemic helped slow fast fashion down? Earlier this week, Gucci's creative director, Alessandro Michel, shocked the fashion industry by announcing that he'll be cutting the number of shows each year from five to just two. The regular series of international fashion shows for summer have all been cancelled, but the coronavirus pandemic have serious dates over whether the September fashion weeks will go ahead. So, Gucci have said that the slowing down of uh, all industry since COVID-19 has given them time to rethink their approach to the industry and uh, Alessandro Fields: clothes should last longer than just one season. Now this is great news for those campaigning for a more sustainable industry. So could COVID-19 have helped slow down fast fashion? Well joining me now to discuss this is image consultant from House of Colour, Maria Macklin. How are you doing Maria?
1: Hi Sinead, good afternoon, very well
0: thank you. Now first of all, uh, what exactly is fast fashion and how did this become so rampant around the world?
1: Good question. Fast fashion is the same as fast food. It's, it's it's clothes that are produced cheaply and quickly and usually disposed of after one or two wears.
0: Yeah, we're seeing a lot of this on Message coming in, Maria. And listen, I'm going to put my own hand up here as well. I'm very guilty of this. Lots of people buying, you know, uh, a top for a night out and maybe only wearing it once. Other people and fair play to Roshi who got a touch at me with an image of her wardrobe bursting at the seams with lots of tags still on. So this is what we're talking about here. This is fast fashion. that,
1: That is fast fashion. And it's a case where people either don't know what to buy in the first place or see something worn on somebody else and they think, oh goodness, that would look great on me. Um, or they just shop because they seek the thrill of the till. So they just want to hobby shop. We call that hobby shopping. So they're going out for an afternoon with friends and they feel that they need to come home with something new. So it's not discerning, it's not thought through, it's put into their wardrobe. and in a lot of cases, never, ever taken
0: out. Yeah, absolutely. You're, 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 A lot of what you're saying is absolutely true. And, you know, like I'm thinking back to say, you know, years ago, this is something that's only happened in the past, let's say 15, 20 years. Like I remember when I was a child, you were bought clothes at Christmas time. You might've been bought a few things. They were to last you. You might've gotten something maybe at Easter time. You might've gotten an Easter dress or something. And then you got stuff at summertime. It was very kind of like that. You weren't going out every week buying clothes.
1: No, clothes were a necessity rather than a a treat. Um, And now we're buying about, in the last 20 years, we have upped our consuming, we are consuming clothes at 400% more. So we're buying 400% more clothes than we did 20 years ago. And you've come,
0: sorry, Maria, go on ahead. No, go ahead.
1: No, and we're actively still only wearing about 20% of our wardrobe. So 80% of our wardrobe generally are left unworn. We wear 20% of our wardrobes 80% of the time. So the, so those, those, the other 80% are either in there because we've made a mistake, we haven't known what to buy, we're either too big for them or too small for them or we feel they've gone out of fashion.
0: Yeah, this is something that I go through a lot as well, actually, what of you're, what you're saying there. Now, you've come up as well with some startling statistics about people in clothing. Like the average person will buy 26.7 kilograms. That's a large suitcase full of clothes each year. That's Every massive. Year.
1: It's massive. It's massive. Um, The number of unworn clothes in the UK wardrobes, Oxfam put out this statistic a couple of years ago, unworn clothes in the UK wardrobes will stretch on a clothes rail from London to New York and back two and a half times.
0: Oh my God, let's just let that sink in. Tell us that again. What exactly did you say there from London?
1: The number of unworn clothes sitting in the UK in wardrobes will stretch from London to New York and back two and a half times.
0: Oh my God, that is that. When you put it like that, that is shocking. And, you know, I was chatting to you before we came on and also I was chatting to a listener about this as well, you know, about clearing out wardrobes and that kind of thing. A lot of people are doing a clear out at the moment. And the amount of stuff that I have, to be fair, from years ago, <laughs> Maria, that I won't part with. But then the, the other stuff that I have, it is all of this stuff that has labels on it. It's cheap stuff. It's not well fitted. It's going to yeah. be flimsy. It's going to probably destroy in the wash after one. Wash. And what I'm trying to get across to people is when the restrictions are lifted and when clothes shops can open again, one in particular that we're all thinking about, people are going to flock to this, uh, Maria, and this is what we want to stop, isn't it?
1: This is what we want to stop. This is a great opportunity for us to stop this because we've managed to survive for the past two months with very little. We are, we now all know that we don't need wardrobes full of clothes. We've only got seven days a week. We've only ever had seven days a week. The amount of time we have to wear these clothes has never increased, even though The amount of clothes we buy has increased. If you have a world which is already full of clothes, if you have a sink which is already full of water and it's overflowing, the first thing you do is you will turn off the tap. Right. So the first thing we need to do is slow down production. That's why Gucci have stopped their fashion shows and they're only doing two a year instead of five a year. We don't need five drops of clothes a year. We don't need what the high street stores are doing where they're doing a new drop of clothes every every couple of weeks. We used to have two-season fashions. Now we have clothes dropping into the high street shops every set, every two weeks, every three weeks. We don't need that stuff. What we're asking people to do is really think about what they're buying. Really think about who has made it. If it's only if you're only paying five or for a T-shirt, somebody somewhere is being paid really nothing to mm. manufacture that T-shirt. What's going to happen to that T-shirt when you're finished with it? Are you going to reuse it, or are you just going to throw it in the bin? So we're really thinking, you, we're making you think about the cycle of clothes from start to finish. What can you do with the clothes you have? How can you repurpose? Can you dye them? Can you embellish them? Can you cut a dress in half and make it into a shirt and skirt? Can you cut up your trousers and make them into shorts? What can you do to repurpose your clothes?
0: Oh, Maria, I'm getting flashbacks instantly of things. <laughs> I used to love tie-dyeing. Tie-dyeing, yeah. by the way, is a great thing to do with kids and all you need is the dye and an elastic band. It's so simple. Yeah. Very, very yeah. simple. Gone are the days is right where we cut up jeans to make yeah. shorts when they got too short. You're, you're totally right.
1: Yeah, and my daughter does that all the time, which is great. Or we used to buy a a little badge and sew it on if there was a a hole. You'd you'd patch it up with a little, you know, an iron-on badge or a iron-on badge. We used to do that.
0: That Um, is brilliant.
1: Or even just thinking about what you're buying. We expect you to put on your sofa head. We call it your sofa head. If you're buying for a sofa for your sitting room or a carpet for your stairs, the first thing you do is look at how long will it last. Mm
0: -hmm. Does
1: it fit my sitting room? Will it fit there? You don't buy carpets for your stairs that are too big or too small yet we buy clothes that are too big or too small for us all the time. So does it fit? What is the colour? How am I going to wear it? Will it last the course? So will it last? Can I wear it 30 times? You need to be wearing each item at least 30 times if not more. And that's what we call your sofa head or your discerning head. Put your investment head on your shoulders when you're shopping and really think about what you're buying. Is it filling a gap in your wardrobe or are you repeat buying? So many wardrobes I've been in and there are, you know, 10 white pairs of jeans. Mm. You don't need 10 white pairs of jeans. You, need, you might need one white pair of jeans, you know. So it's really thinking about what you have, what you need. Of, of course, treats are necessary, but really think it through.
0: And, you know, a lot of what you're saying is completely making sense. So you're a real advocate, obviously, for a more sustainable fashion. You believe as well in creating a capsule wardrobe. So what do you mean by this? To explain the capsule wardrobe. Well, the first thing
1: you need to do is understand the clothes that work for you. So you're not going to look like the influencer. You're not going to look like the celebrity. You're not going to look like whoever you see in the magazine. You have to understand the clothes that work for you. So understand your own body shape, your own proportions, what your personality is. Do you like fancy clothes? Do you like squishy clothes? Do you like really neat clothes? What is your style and how, and how will you shop for you? That's the first thing. The second thing is once you understand that and the colors that work for you, your capsule wardrobe has about 28 items in it um, and those will be in your style and once you have a good capsule wardrobe of basics, so a good fitting jacket, a couple of pairs of smart trousers, a couple of pairs of casual trousers, six tops, a winter coat, a trench coat, uh, five pairs of shoes, some jewellery. You know, really, if you have that many items in your wardrobe, uh, three skirts, two dresses, You can live for a very long time. That's what we call your capsule wardrobe. It is about 28 items. And when I did my capsule wardrobe challenge about two years ago, I took that number of items from my wardrobe and I was able to dress in something different every day for 30 days.
0: That is a really interesting thing. Uh, t- maybe we might revisit that, actually, Maria, the, the challenge. But uh, I would say there's a lot of women, including me, Maria, as you're talking there, that's gonna a collective breath inwards. Five pairs of shoes, Maria, I know. come on oh, now. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying, but you know, like, shoes are nice. I mean, like, shoes don't fall into the same category now in fast fashion, do they? Well, some people, I mean, I've seen
1: wardrobe shock, full of
0: shoes Mm.
1: you know hundreds of shoes we only have one pair of feet we only have seven days a week (laughs) sure I know I know there's a a case for having you know a dressy shoe a flat Mm. dressy shoe a flat casual shoe whatever you need of course there is but really do we need 200 pairs of shoes or 120 pairs of shoes it's just really about thinking and about being clever and about understanding what works for you and therefore what do you need of course we need treats of course we do but well, we want you to think about the cost per wear. How timeless is it for you? I have a coat that I bought in 2009.
0: Fantastic.
1: 10 years old. I get a compliment on it every time I wear it because I knew exactly the colour and the style. I knew the style was right for me. I knew the colour was right for me. And I knew it would be in my wardrobe for a very long time. That's what we call cost per wear.
0: You know, okay. the,
1: the price of the item doesn't matter. If, you know, if, if it's over 200 quid but you wear it 200 times, that's the euro every time you wear it. And you push that down the more you wear it. If you buy a mistake, so those items that are coming mm. into you in pictures and they're sitting in people's wardrobes, 50 euros, that's a waste of money because yeah. you it. So the cost per wear on that item is really, really high. And that's what we needed to think about
0: Yeah. And actually, funny enough, as you say about the the coat there, um, Danielle, uh, she's a lady that has one or two nice dresses that Mm. um, she's had them for years, she says. And she just dresses them up with different accessories each time. And she says, like you, she's complimented all of the time uh, with the dresses. Yeah, absolutely. When you
1: get it right and you know it's right for you, you can. You can put a jumper over it. You can put a biker jacket over it. You can put a, a smart blazer over it. You can wear it with boots. You can wear it with high shoes a whole lot of things you can do to make it look different. Change the necklace, change the cardigan, you know, change whatever you put with it and you can create different outfits.
0: Well, I'm getting some messages in here on the way we used to do things back in the day. Sinead, I have the shivers listening to you. I remember my beloved granny used to reverse the shirt collars. Do you not think, Sinead, there's a lot of greed with some people?
1: One of my husband's shirts right now. So the collar gets worn on the bit that you see. Yes. It's folded over in the top. So what you can do is take the collar completely off you turn it around so that the bit that was underneath then becomes the bit on top and you stitch it back in.
0: Oh, listen, that's fantastic it's stuff.
1: It's the only part of the shirt that really wears. Like yes. So if you can do that, you double the life of your shirt.
0: Double the life of your shirt. I love that. Yeah. Another oh. one as well here. My friend Jinty Farrell from Yellow Batter still makes shorts out of her jeans. That's coming in from Geraldine. Fair play to her. You know, I'm, uh, I'm so going to go back to this. I really am because I used to do it as a kid and I just, like you, you're saying, you just this, you go straight to the shop and buy it instead yeah. of cutting them up. Yeah, um, But Maria, in terms of going forward, you know, this announcement from Gucci, I have to say I was very surprised. Never did I think that a fashion house as massive as Gucci would come out and say this. This is a huge step forward. It's progress.
1: It it is a huge step. And it's a lovely quote that he has put in uh, Alessandro Michel, who is the creative director. He said, our reckless actions have burned the house we live in. We conceived of ourselves as separated from nature. We felt cunning and almighty. And he's really clear that we need to stop and, and rethink how we're doing things. It's really about the circular economy now. And this pandemic has caused people to stop and think. I mean, this has been rumbling and bumbling for a while.
0: Mm. But
1: I think this pandemic has has been which sounds really bizarre, has been good because we really had to stop and think about this. So it's a good thing that that this has happened. We yeah. have been encouraged to buy continuously throughout the year, whether we need it or not. You know, buy dispose cycle is is not good and it's not good for anybody.
0: Maria, you're making an awful lot of sense and you're definitely causing us all to stop and think before we buy. Thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today.
1: You're welcome, Sinead. Always a pleasure.
0: And if anyone wants to get in touch with Maria, by the way, if you're thinking, do you know what? I want to revamp my wardrobe. I want to get rid of that stuff that I don't actually wear. And let's rethink about how we can use some stuff that we do wear. Well, Maria is on Facebook. She's got a Facebook page, House of Colour. You'll find her there.